Hi everybody, welcome back to Topper Time with Sewell and Losty. Hi! <laughs> Alright, this week we're going to be doing the top three and bottom three uh, best and worst tracks off uh, Eminem's new album, Music To Be Murdered By. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit late on this one considering the album did come out however long ago now. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it's, it definitely means that we've had a good amount of time to, to revise the tracks and be able to know exactly what, what we're talking about. Yeah. All right then. Okay. So I think we should start with our bottom list first. If that makes sense. Um. Before we start any lists, can I, shall we just talk about the album for a minute? Like, can we just take some time to appreciate this album? Oh. Okay. Yeah. This is probably one of the. This is probably one of the only albums I've actually ever sat down and listened to all the way through Damn. without pausing at all. I, I didn't pause this album at all. I just listened to it, and that's something I don't really ever do. <sighs> that is. You know what? That's mad because I'm basically the same. I skipped one or two tracks, but when Which I say track? tracks, I mean more like interludes. Like I skipped the Alfred one. I listened to it. I was like, ah, eh, it's just going to be him talking. So I skipped that. Mm-hmm. But I did skip a few, which was just like, I got a bit of a headache toward the end. I don't know why. I don't know whether it was the music or what. But for whatever reason, I managed to get uh, some kind of headache. So I, to, I did have to stop. But that was the only reason I stopped, stopped. Like if I hadn't got the headache, I would have probably done the same as you and listened to it all the way through. Yeah. Um, I also I love this album because of the the like the entire like atmosphere of it as well. Yeah. Like from the art to the interludes to like the tracks. Well, most some of the tracks off it anyway. It's good. It's it's definitely varied as well. He didn't just go all like all horrorcore just because it's music to be murdered by. Like he he definitely varied it. The his lyrics are more concise and definitely a lot less um, bitter than they were in Kabakazi. <laughs> uh, so he's still got a few stinkers here and there in terms of lines, but we'll get to that. Uh, but may I, may I say that that even the worst tracks off this album are still better than some of the like best tracks I've heard off some albums. Ooh, you know I, what? I think... Okay, which albums in particular? Like, like other rappers' albums I've heard. I can't. I can't really think of. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like just some singles that of... singles that some of them have released. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, the listenability for the majority of these, but as I said, we'll get to that. Are they, they're very good. There's not too many stinkers, and if they are stinkers, then they're they're definite stinkers. They're not just like ah, ah. it's like you know they're stinkers, so you just don't listen to them again. Like you just remember that they're bad. You don't have to keep stumbling over them over and over again. Because that is because <laughs> it sounds weird, but for me, in an album, I'd rather have. The good songs and the songs that are a bit naff. So then I can just so then it sticks with me that the ones are naff and the ones are good. It annoys me when I'm I'm, I'm on an album and I've got like three or four songs where I'm just not sure whether I like them or not. So I keep going back to them and I get mixed results every time. It's just it just gets irritating. So I like having a nice concise album. It's good. Yeah. And with that being said, let's get into our top three. Segway. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Okay, so my top three, my third best song off this album mm-hmm. is Godzilla featuring Juice World. Ooh, good shout. Um, this song, um, it has like some energy to it, hey. some just like, pure like just energy. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, it's full exciting. of life. In all honesty, it is full yeah. of life. That song, like, it's not 
aggressive though either. It's just no, no, no. It's it. You, you don't need to be. He knows this now because he's been doing it for so long. You don't just need to be aggressive to to have some presence on a song and to have energy. You know, like it's the same with when they tell you to sing and then they say don't shout. They said just be loud. Don't shout though. That's basically it. But in like in rap form. It's... Yeah. Oh, and this chorus. This chorus. Juice well did. Rest in peace, Juice. Man, it's it's such a good track. Like, no wonder the playability is so high. It's he smashed it. Yeah, man. Okay, I'm now intrigued to see what your top three, what your third. My third best track. Okay. (laughs) My third best track on the whole album has to be Yaya. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that. It was a very close call between mm-hmm. two tracks. Now, actually, three tracks. Oh. It was a toss up between Yah Yah, Lock It Up, or mm. the other one's here somewhere. I know it is. Those kind of nights. <laughs> those kind of nights was the other one. Oh, it was a. Those... The thing, thing about those kind of nights is it's a good track, but it's short and it. it I don't know. I found it getting a little bit like, oh, okay, we're listening to this again. What do you yeah. think is short? Yeah, I mean, wow. I just, I just think. I mean, oh, okay. we're listening to this again. Yeah, cool. I mean, I personally, I, I thought it was a good length track. Like he had three solid verses. I think that some of them were quite funny in places. Um, <laughs> like I, people were like hating on the, you know, I'm the candle. I'll go out out if you're blowing me line. But in all honesty, I just think it's funny. <laughs> like people were hate. Some people were getting really, they, they were rolling their eyes, and I was like, really? Just get just, just get over it, man. It's just a stupid line. Like, you, there's some people I noticed, they'll listen to, like, Mumble Rap and stuff. They'll listen to, like, Lil Pump, who, I've been saying this line a lot today. I've been annoying the hell out of Maxi, uh, of Mr. Sewell. I've been going, yo, look at my wrist, Corona, my neck, got Ebola. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's just such a funny line. But then if you're going to say that the candle line, in um those kind of nights you're gonna you're gonna hate on that it's just a little bit like you you one side of the line or the other like you appreciate stupid lines so you don't appreciate stupid lines you know what i mean so i think i don't know some people are a bit hypocritical when it comes to like those <laughs> those kind of lines um but it's, it's one of those kind of nights i do like it and i think ed, ed sheeran smashed it but we're not here to talk about those kind of nights we're here to talk about yaya yaya oh. oh my god it is a beautiful beautiful song right they did a good there they did a good but, <laughs> okay I mean, it's very chaotic it's it's the kind of chaotic that i don't mind listening to like i can listen to it it's just definitely not it's definitely not one of my favorites on the album it's in my top five but it's definitely not like oh yeah this is amazing <sighs> i might have to fight you on that one because um black thoughts verse on, on your yeah okay black thoughts verse okay. not only did he it, he didn't rely on fast flows or mad flow switches no, he no, just no. went bar 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 like a black sheep right he just going right bar after bar and it's mad, and they hit so hard, and he ended up probably writing one of my, if not my absolute favourite line on the whole album, and that's, if you ain't standing up for yourself, and stay seated. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I love that. He goes hard, and I especially love, this was a really nice touch on, I'm going to assume it was Dre that produced it. Um, it was a nice touch when they had that, I don't know if you've heard it before, but if you've listened out for it before, but when he's getting about three quarters of the way through his verse, 
there's a short little bit of audio that plays in the background where it's Eminem going, keep going. And I'm thinking, A, that is mad respect. And B, it just adds even more of a punch on that next section of the verse. I think it's just so good. Obviously, Royce brings it. M kills it. I think that's, yeah. Yaya's the song where he, he lists off all the OGs in rap, the OGs in hip hop. He lists off some of the greats in his opinion. He he basically does like a till I collapse on steroids. Like <laughs> so and it's good. It, it's really good. So I yeah, 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 definitely that was I think it was just those factors which was like, am I really gonna pick three funny verses by um with an Ed Sheeran hook over Black Thor, Eminem and Waste of Five Nine? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. that is that was my that's that is my third. What's your second? Okay, my second is Leaving Heaven. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I only really found this song recently. Only like only, the first time I actually listened to the song was when I listened to the album the whole way through. Yes. And I was I was kind of like, okay, this is an okay song at first. I put it on my playlist to listen to. Yeah. Um, and there's just something about that first verse, that chorus all the way through. Yes. The the beat. Yes. Right. The only thing that kind of brings it down a little bit from like being like a really, really, really good song is the adlibs at the end kind of throw me off a little bit. Yeah, but, but then like, again, I, he is talking I, to his dead dad at the end of the day. Like I do get it. Like it's it's great. I I do love that song. It's just I don't know. It makes me feel something, and I I that's something I haven't experienced. I can definitely I, relate to that. Yeah, it's one of those songs that very I think it's quite underrated. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I. I've listened to more songs consistently off this album than I did Kamikaze. Off basically any album he's ever put out. Like, my playlist alone, I'm just reading through for you. I got Premonition. I got Those Kind of Nights. I got Godzilla. I got Leaving Heaven. I got Yah Yah. Uh, I got Marsh. I got Lock It Up. I got No Regrets. I got I Will. Like, that is what, eight tracks, maybe? Roughly? I'm not going to count, but I'm going to... Oh, uh, did I say Premonition? Yeah, I think I did say Premonition. Premonition, oof. Hey, Premonition, good. I like Premonition. I think the the vocals are, are amazing at the start, and then I do think he brings it. Yeah, man. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's good. It had to grow on you, that one, didn't it? <laughs> it did grow on me. Okay, I'm excited now. Watch your second one. Second best. I like I Will. I Will is my number two. You're, you're number two? What's your number? Wait, what? You're number two? Oof, okay. My number two is I Will. Okay, explain why. Okay, okay. Um, um, okay, so it's it's a Slaughterhouse song without Joe Budden. The end. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's um, it's a solid... First of all, like, the playability is amazing on this song. Like, I, I never get over oh. that. Every time I hear that crop up on my playlist, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Strap yourself you in, Stunners. Like it, it's it's brilliant. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. I think Royce. I think all of them actually. Royce killer. Royce did really well on this song. My favorite Royce verse will always be the not alike verse, right? Because this is my favorite of his. This is my favorite. Either. Is it really? Yeah. Over what? Knowledge, knowledge is powerful if you've got it, but it is powerless if you do not acknowledge it. Like it's one line against one entire great verse. Oh really. wow! Damn. Okay, if you say so. But for me, my opinion, your music sound like Dr. Seuss inspired it, hired a stripper prostitute and retired it. 
that whole section where he just spazzes, I love it. I just, I'm just saying. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this later, though. Uh, <laughs> it's going to kill me after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this it'll just become the Losty podcast at the end. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, they'll be like, do you remember that guy? And it's like, yeah, do you remember what happened to him? Though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got beaten with his bat. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so. <laughs> so, for, uh, anyway, back to back to I will, though. So, um, the Forange Hills, Matt, B word. Where's Orange, Forange Hills? Where is it? Ah, she on the orange pill and better start taking off layers like orange pills. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. So Sasha Baron Curran Farrell, where am I going with this? Oh yeah, a bore at will. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then um King Crooked, King Crooked and Joe Ortiz both smashed it. They both killed it. They did. They I'd, I I forever thought that it was just King Crooked one verse all the way through, and therefore I was like King Crooked killed it on that song. But it's actually King Crooked and Joel Ortiz. I think I think I think right that King Crooked has a really great voice. I like his voice. Yeah, yeah. You need to get a whole well elephant, elephant dust. Your teeth gone like you've been on some methods and dust forever. I see you. Call me the enemy watcher, the enemy spatcher. Like I'm, that was a terrible impression, but I'm just it's it, it's it, you can't mimic it. You know what I mean. Come in the enemy watcher. The money we spatcha. Somebody pop we gotcha. Uh was it? Oh, yeah. grip, uh, remember the mantra. Remember the mantra. I'm, I'm gripping the launcher. Like I remember the doctor with no guilty conscience. I still I'm still okay. shocking like dropping a boom box in bathwater more shocking than a off Blanca. Like And then okay, but Joe Lotis, he the rhyming in is just his first bit is just Oh the fish called Wanda. And a water off on the under. You're just memory strong, the memory monster. I remember the sponsoring thought that helped me conquer this triple entendre. You're across just, a bit. Uh, I mean, my favorite line in the whole song, I don't know why. I've always just kind of liked this line. It's you're a cross of a unicorn and a unibomber. Quit horsing around in this building or you are gonna. Right? I just and that whole section, his whole verse just it's it's mad. I do think he he miscalculated though. It's not a triple entendre at the start. It is I think it is only a double entendre. You'd have to really reach to call that one the triple entendre. Which one? The 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 whole thing where he goes, you know, I remember the sponsoring thought that helped me conquer this triple entendre. The whole section at the start is it, trying to call at uh, the start of his verse. He's trying to call triple entendre, but it's not. It's a double entendre. Because without going going on for ages trying to break it down, he's talking about he just watched he's just watched a fish called Wanda, which is a movie. Uh, and fi- he's trying to say finna is like a spin on the word fin. Wander off on the yonder. You're the mem- mentally strong, the memory monster. I remember the sponsoring thought that helped me conquer the triple entendre. It's a double entendre. Yeah. He's basically saying that he he watched the trip. He watched the fish called Wanda, and he remembers. And you guys remember it better than he does. And he just ended up committing what's it called now? When you have sex with animals, bestiality. He just committed bestiality. And uh, you guys are trying to forget about it, and he remembers it. I'm pretty sure that's that, that's literally what I got from it because it is so vague that you can have any interpretation of it. So maybe maybe there is maybe there is three meanings, but that's what I got from it, and both of which are very random to have in a song. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, Eminem just he goes hard. Oh my god! Too. Yeah, yeah. Born a cynic and more than men in an orphanage when I'm walking Bennett next door to an abortion clinic. I just oh my god! Oh my god! He he spazzes and 
that without going on for much longer about the song, I just overall I just love it. I just think it's a very very good song. Uh, it's it's <laughs> one way of you know. You, you get worried when you hear that people are making having reunions and then they put out a track and it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same. But this definitely, if this is what all slaughterhouse songs were like, then I, I need to do some I need to do some research on slaughterhouse. I think because I will slap. Yes, and I think for all those reasons you just mentioned, I will is my number one. Damn, good choice. So we don't need to actually discuss this apart from the fact that I just have a special place in my heart for this song because of how hard it goes and i don't know just think about it yeah i just love it i know i keep saying that but it's just good and i would listen to it i would i would i listen to it when it puts a smile on my face Um, thinking about the song in all fairness i mean just when i just when i hear this will probably be most of this then i'm ever say god bless the dead and let biggie possess the pencil lead i love that line I don't care what you say. Yeah. Every time I've seen a reactor react to that, like No Life Track, for instance, he saw it, he paused it, and he just he pushed back in his chair, his mouth, like his face just in shock, like, bro. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fair play, fair play. Like, it is a very, very good line. So. Yeah, okay. What's your number one then? What's your number best track of It's this your album? number three. It's Godzilla. Mm, nice choice. Hey, my big argument here is as to why it's better than both the songs, which I've just painted out as as absolute masterpieces, which they are. Um, let's just say it was a hit for a reason. I don't think people were trying to say that he exploited Juice World's death, and you know we could have held it off and whatever. But then again, what time is the right time? Unless it's like twenty years later and it's a hidden track. What time is the right time? He didn't. He, the The album release date was always going to be final, wasn't it? So, mm. it yeah. The thing, the single release was always going to be that. It just happened that. Yeah. Died. It's like, understand. do you do you want do you want them to get rid of Dead Wrong, the song that he did with the Notorious B.I.G., who, in my opinion, is one of the greatest of all time? Um, you know, you're going to get rid of Dead Wrong just because that song was released as one of the last songs in Biggie's career. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so, it's. Where do I start? Rhyming's insane. Flows are, are mad. Not what none of it makes me like cringe or anything. There's no, in my opinion, there's no bad lines in there. The whole thing just slaps. Juice kills the the, the chorus. I mean, it's a do- it is a double hook. The video, the the music video. Cole Bennett once again smashed it out the park. Just like <laughs> Mike Tyson smashed his face in. It was great. Like, I just love everything about that song. I think. It's lovely that the video pays tribute to Juice fantastically. I think it's a great it's a great way for Juice to go out. You know, he, he always idolised Eminem and then he ended up making a song with him. And it's not the last song because I think he made a song called Righteous recently, which just dropped. Uh, I have had a listen to that. It's very sad. It, listening to it in the context that he's passed away. But it's just such a lovely full circle, you know, like he made music, he idolised Eminem, he ends up making a song with him and then he passes away. And he fortunately got to make a song with, with Eminem before he passed away. And that's, I mean, it's sad just thinking about it in all fairness. But yeah, I think it's just such a lovely uh, context to the song. And then you've got the song itself. And then you've got, um, Juice World was supposed to have a verse on that song. I have no idea which one. 
but in my head I this isn't factual so don't take my word for this but in my head I always just kind of like assume that he brought it so much on the third verse because that was going to be Juice's verse that's just an assumption that I've always made thinking maybe he was going to give verse three to Juice so he decided you know what instead I'm just going to bring it give everything I've got on this third verse because Juice never got the opportunity to do his and I think if that is the case then once again that is some lovely context to that song so yeah overall amazingly playable heartwarming it's just good I love that song yo so you just heard our top three music to be murdered by songs I hope you did this is um like three days after we recorded the first one here's our <laughs> bottom three music to be murdered by songs okay lostie i think you should go first this time you want me to go first mm-hmm. yeah. give us your bottom three yo charmer so like so are we gonna go like the third so like worst. the first word the first worst is the worst of them all yeah mm-hmm. okay that makes sense so uh okay there's a bit of a theme with with my worst tracks uh you might be able to piece it all together when I've right. said them. So, my third worst is In Too Deep. Really? I don't know. I mean, in all honesty, I just... I, the theme is, I'll, I'll give it away. The theme is that I think that all the, the love songs on this, or like the ones that are painted as love songs, one of them's about drugs, one of them's about an abusive relationship, the other one's, I think, also about no it's not it's about being with a girl who's a bit of a mess um i think that's farewell uh the the last one but yeah uh i i I don't mind eminem love songs but the hooks really bring down the contents of really you don't like the hook for in too deep no i think it's quite good i don't mind it quite good i like the b on this i like the hook on this one I don't think it's got too much bad of a story. I, I don't know. It's not definitely... I think the verses... It's... Okay, I'll, I'll be honest with, with all of these. The verses are fine. On all of these songs, the verses are fine. Uh, actually, no. No, my number one my number one worst, the verses are not fine. Uh, but at least I could say for In Too Deep and the other one, I'm not going to give it away, um, the verses are basically all right on this. They're not that bad at all. Um... They're not that hard to listen to, but the hooks definitely do bring down all of them. All of you my see, bottom three. It's not on my playlist or anything, but In Too Deep is one of those songs that it's not, it's not like, oh, this is amazing. It's not like, oh, this is terrible. Like the other, th- like the other, th- like the, my top, my bottom two. You know, it's not like, ugh. Meh, but there we go. That's my, that's, that's my number three. What about you? What's your number three? My bottom, th- my third uh, <laughs> worst is never love again uh, because it's 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 meant to be some kind of love song but you can tell it's about drugs and it's just that's the, the point whole... though okay if you, you're gonna battle me on mine i'm gonna battle you on yours you ready that's the point yeah. the whole song is supposed to be a double entendre for drugs and a girlfriend until like the last verse i think i think the last verse does basically admit that it's drugs i'm not sure i might be thinking of darkness i think i am but but that's the cleverness of the song. That's that's one of the saving things in the whole song. That it is a, the whole thing is a double entendre, something that Eminem has done very 
spectacularly it's, well in the majority uh, for in some I, of the songs on this I, album. I swear, like if you were going to make, I don't know. I feel like it's way too obvious. Like, I feel like if you're going to try and make it about pills, like he did in Darkness, right? He, like, you believe when you hear it for the first time, he's talking about he's going to go tear up, you know, tear up the stage. He's going to go rap on a stage. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then it, like, he's he's a shooter, right? But in this song, it's like he's like, oh yeah, I can't stop having you or whatever. It's like we know what you're doing. It's very obvious. <laughs> We've, we've got you, Brucey boy. Marshall Bruce Mathers III, we have you, young sir. You're not too smart for us Britons. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, it's no. just not... Like, if you're going to have this and Darkness on the same album, there's definitely a creative gap. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Well, my... My, ne- my next one, Never Love Again. Never love okay. again the way I love you. It's... How come you fought me on this one then? Like, you... because because I think that in too deep, as you said, the hook isn't that bad on in too deep in comparison to these other two that are on my list. But I definitely don't think that, that I like the the double entendre is fine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The the double entendre throughout the whole song as I as I battled you on is good. It is kind of obvious, but then again, I have heard the thing that brings it down for me is that A, he's not very good at, at, at showing his emotional side in these kind of tracks. Um, he, he just kind of sounds like he's whinging for the majority of the song. And I've just heard so many things with the same, well, not the same structure, but you know, the same substance, the same contents as this song over and over again and you really have to do something brilliant to make me go oh, okay i like the song it's definitely not like three other songs on my playlist but unfortunately it doesn't deliver there so yeah i just think it's just uncomfortable for me i i, I think the mixing's a little bit weird on the song too off the top of my head um okay so i am actually gonna play a little game with you lost go on I want you to guess what my number two will be. Your number two? Ooh. I'm going to get the track list in front of me. Is it going to be something shocking? Or is it just going to be like, okay? It's going to be one of those I didn't like. We've heard this in um, advance. This is one of those I didn't like. Okay, well, you told me that you didn't like Lock It Up. But if that is the second worst song in the whole thing, I'm going to come around and slap you. Because that song bangs. I don't care what you say, that song bangs. My number two... My second bus track off this album is Unaccommodating, featuring your <gasps> You, I'm so glad you did not say Lock It Up, I swear down. <laughs> um, I mean, you can agree with me, though. This song is not good. What, Unaccommodating? Yes. Apparently, that, that... apparently, Younger May is supposed to be really good at lyrics. Apparently, she's a hitter. She's a shooter in the words of Tech 9. But right. I'm like, like, how? <laughs> not on this yeah, song. This song, every... she lazy. It's a she, by the way. It's a she. Right. Her flow, her flow is completely off, okay? Yeah. It doesn't even work, right? And, like, there's, like, some lines she's just like, oh, yeah, I made a million, like, dollars or whatever it is without a major deal. Wow, cool. And she's like, I mean, apparently she's meant to be good with words. The, the best line that she had on the whole thing, actually, I disagree. I think the line that you said there, it's, um, I made a, I made a meal without a major deal. It's yeah. a double entendre. I made a mill without a major deal, and I made a meal without a major deal. 
it's a double entendre. It could be, it could be, oh, it could be referring to drugs, in which case I hate it even more. I don't think he, I don't think she's talking about drugs there. I could, I could, I could see. I've, n- I've never, se- I've never heard anyone say, oh, yeah, I had a right meal last, unless they're being sarcastic and talking themselves down, then re- not talking themselves down, that sounds like they're trying to stop themselves from committing suicide. You know what I mean? Talking, talking down to themselves is what I meant, sorry. Um, unless they're talking down to themselves, saying, oh, I had a right meal last meet, I had. You know, ketamine and amphetamine with a mini pen. I'd better bidly seventy to three hundred milligrams as I might was and might as well because I'm end up being the villain again. Like oh, if they if they are what lucky oh wait, if you're saying there's a problem with lucky you, I'm gonna slap you. Right, lucky you is a good song. Lucky you is great. Right, if if okay. he say if he say I had some lucky. magic mushrooms, I I had that with a side of crack cocaine. Oh man, I, I had a feast last night. Like I've never heard anyone in, a, in any other context say that drugs is a meal so no is it I meant like is it like she made a million pounds off selling drugs without like a massive deal yeah i mean i could see that but i think what she means is she did it independently she did it as a solo artist without being signed to anything that's i think that's what she means there but still it's it's not it's nothing quite spectacular it's like cool you know you did well but where where are you are you where's the rest of the verse that it's like you got a good line well done but like where's the rest of the verse at Where's the talent? Yeah. She's a... I, I didn't bother researching it because people were saying, oh, this girl's so talented, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna see. And then I heard this, I was like, really? I was like, what if what if she's just so completely overhyped? So it kind of put me off. When I, when I, when I heard yeah. that song, it just put me off caring about her, in all fairness. I, I, I have now, I have an idea for an episode we can do of Go this. On. We could do an episode of overrated or underrated Younger May. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Younger May. We'd have to do some research, though. We'd have to definitely listen to her discography a little bit more. I don't know how many albums she's actually. <sighs> I mean, she she ain't been in the game long. I don't think. In terms of like mainstream, she hasn't been in for a long time. I don't think. No, neither. Anyways, so okay, unaccommodating. It's it's a letdown, isn't it? Unaccommodating. Mm, yeah, I suppose. He also says he's a clown like John Wayne Gacy, and if you know if you know what John Wayne Gacy did, that's not a good comparison. Then that's not a good comparison. Ooh, not great. That's <laughs> <laughs> not great, mate. It's not really great at all. Right. I know. I know he got a lot of flack for this song, but like, I, I, I don't. It's it's M's style, but it's just not him at his peak. No, he's like. I'd rather he get flack for a song like I will because at least it's good. Then. Yeah. I will. It's touchy stuff in terms of it. It gets quite grim, and the, as I said, the fullness in it can more than many section. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you know, I think if we if okay, let's 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 talk about the let's talk about that line for a minute. We won't talk about it for too long because it's it is overly discussed. But as a quick summary, I'd say that he's always been making lines like that. He was one of the first. As this is what I know, he's one of the first. He he sorry, he was one of the first big names to donate and uh, spread awareness about the Ariana Grande concert thing. Like, not the Ariana Grande, yeah, the Ariana Grande concert. Um, he he put a lot forward to it at the time. He's done all that, and you're saying that one line about it, after putting all that forward, you're saying that that just completely, like, outweighs. I'm thinking he wasn't taking the mick out of the situation. He was just putting a comparison forward you know like he 
in in the last in his last album, he can, he compared himself to a terrorist a lot. And you'll say, and terrorism was definitely a big thing last year, and it still still is this year. You know, mm. so you're going to tell me that one line about an Ariana Grande concert compared to all the the love that he put towards and all the support he put towards trying to write that that huge um that huge very quite sad it's very very sad um wrong that was committed by those those people who clearly just needed some help and they they they've been treated wrongly so they took it out on everybody in the form of the the tragedy that it was compared to a whole album with songs where he literally compares himself to like a a plane bomber and stuff. Kamikaze. Yeah. So kamikaze pilot. So I don't know. I think people people need to pick what they get. People get too choosy over about what they get offended at. They use their brains rather than using their heart, and it, it's a little. It, it just gets a little bit annoying. Yeah, but that doesn't excuse from the fact that this song is not okay. <laughs> what, is, what is your number one? My number one. My number one is a shocker. You'll never guess. It's farewell. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence! That's <laughs> we don't actually we don't we never actually told each other our lists. By the way, when we were getting this ready, so this is this is literally a coincidence. But it's it's a it, actually the song's so bad. It's not even a coincidence at this point. It's just a bad song. Like <laughs> like yeah, I, I thought I thought okay. Out of all the songs on this album, what is he gonna go for as his like number one pick? I know he doesn't like the love songs. No, never again. It's it's bad, but it's not bad. Yeah. Like into deeps, definitely not that bad. Farewell. <laughs> and then there was farewell. So <laughs> upon first listen, oh. upon first listen to farewell, I thought he was somewhat talking about his daughter for the whole song, saying that his daughter became a what? drug addict. I don't know. I heard it. I was thinking, is he talking about Haley? Is he saying that Haley's become like a a snacker? Is that is this what he's supposed to be talking about? And then I was like, what? Why? What? And then he, I realised he wasn't. And I was like, okay. But it's still bad. <laughs> like, if the world had a pee-pee, you would frick the earth. You'd frick the <laughs> You know? Next time you suck a pee-pee, I want you to unsuck it. Like, what is that? That's just one verse. Like, this, and then the hook is just ish. It's there. It, it happens, unfortunately, up to, what, three times? It's just a yeah. bad song, man. It's just a bad song. I can't deal with that I, song. I, that song is like, ugh, yeesh. Okay, yeah, I agree with you there. I would agree with you everything, everything you've said there. <laughs> no, I do not like that song, <laughs> Mr. Sewell. I do not like that song. I know you do, Lost. <laughs> okay, right. So. Right, yeah. before we close this whole thing off, um, we'd like to remind people that this is just our opinion and we uh, don't I, care. No. <laughs> but also, um, also, I think that it... I think we should throw forward some honourable mentions. I think because there are a few gems on here. So for the original list first, we'll do... What would you say is your honourable mention for one that was like your fourth, your fourth pick for the best song on there? Oh no, okay. My oh I'll I'll give you my top five that I prepared for this, okay? Right, my number yeah. one was I will. Number two leaving 
Number three originally was going to be darkness, but I swapped that with number four. So, yeah, number four would be darkness, and number five was Yaya. So, my honourable mention is darkness. Ah, okay, cool. My, oh, I think you just said my Alexa going off then. Oops. Um, my number five, uh, number four, sorry. Ooh. Um, as I said, I, I said it was a toss up between those kind of nights, leaving heaven and uh, the other one. Where is it gone? Lock it up. Leaving heaven. I think, I think it's fair that I think it's fair that I said leaving heaven. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Leaving heaven is probably uh, my fourth. Because is it Skylar Grey that does that? Yeah, she smashes it. She's she's done some of my favourite Eminem books. Like I think she also did I Need a Doctor, and that's just very catchy. Yeah, yeah. So she, I think she's got loads of talent, Skylar Grey. Oh, I mean, does she does she do her own stuff? Because I'd listen to it. I think she voice. probably does. It's. I'm so I'm searching. Up. We I definitely need to just so have like a Skylar Grey thon. Just like listen to loads, and then um. Finally, what is your honourable mention for like the worst tracks from the whole album? Worst tracks from the whole album? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Come on, give me some of the names of the songs you so, didn't. Ones like. I didn't like. This is okay. So yeah. you gone learn, but only because of the mixing. If you listen to the chorus, it murders your ears. They've really outdone the bass and all that stuff. So the 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 hook is botched. So it kind of ruins the song. I think otherwise it'd be fine, but. The hook is completely botched. Uh, unaccommodating, I just thought it was a bit lackluster. Um, what were the other ones? Uh, Stepdad. Stepdad's an interesting one. Stepdad. For me, it's, it's not a terrible song. It's just, it does sound like a tantrum. So, it's not terrible. It's kind of catchy. It's, it's, it's annoying to say that it's catchy, but it is catchy. Uh, but it is just a little bit of a tantrum, and it gives me a headache. Uh, <laughs> I think it's quite good, too, fair. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I could hear the disappointment in your voice. <laughs> yeah, that was... it's okay. I think mine would probably be. I'm, I'm probably going to have to say stepdad. That that's probably my my honourable mention for the for the worst. Actually, no. Actually, no. Unaccommodating. Unaccommodating is my fourth. Good. I... No, I don't think any of them are. I don't. I didn't really prepare a fourth and a fifth worst because those three were the only ones I even thought were. Yeah. Like like, the rest I liked, or, like, thought, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I did not like any of the other ones except for those three. I don't know why, but, yeah. Cool. Sorted. Well, that's that's our opinion, and you need to you need to put that to the Bible now, right? Get your Bibles out, put your hands on the Bible, and be like, I swear, this is this fact. This is fact. This is <laughs> Okay? This is all fact. You can't fact. say it's opinionated. This is fact, okay? Definitely Jesus, Because if you get the Bible out, you've got Jesus agreeing with us too, okay? You'll notice that the Bible will turn yeah. gold, like I'm just saying. Hebrew, Hebrew 7-1 <laughs> it says, Farewell is the worst song that we've yes. <laughs> So yeah, get the Bibles out, boys. Alright, just make sure, make sure you get the Bibles out at the end of this and make sure that you know, you know that this is fact. Definitely 100%. So yeah, so, yeah I've been lusty. Right. I've been lusty talking to you guys. Oh, okay, and I've been Matt Sewell hosting yeah. the top of time. Yeah, and ho- 